It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Hi there, friends. Welcome back to Beyond the Building. We are excited to be in 2022, uh, fully in, fully present in what God has in store for us as we start a new year. And we have been on our new uh, series this month in January on just the word new, right, Deb? We are just ready for the new. We are excited to roll into what God has for us in this new season. And we've been talking about different aspects of new. Uh, Last week, we had Sandy Lyon on. And man, we were so blessed and grateful for the tremendous testimony that she shared with us about the fact that sometimes when you come into the new, it doesn't always look like what it's going to look like. And sometimes we have to go into the hard to get to the new, but we know that God is always working and moving on our behalf. And so today we have another uh, tremendous testimony. I'm so excited for you all to meet my friend Tracy Hutcherson. Deb, super excited for one friend to meet another. Uh, Tracy has been such a blessing to me here in Franklin, Tennessee. We've been talking about spiritual friendship even on our uh, on our Facebook group and also on our uh, podcast here, Deb. And there is something about spiritual friendships. And when you connect with somebody in Jesus, it's just really a transformational relationship. And I have just been so grateful to study the Word of God and be encouraged by Tracy. So, uh, Tracy, thank you for being here. We are so excited to have you. And Deb, I'm excited for you to meet her. I know, Tracy, you and I go back probably at least seven minutes. We and do, so, we do. We're so good. I us. am sitting here literally on the edge of my seat. Um, yes. Laura has not told me any bit of your story, which is part of the fun of doing a podcast um, fresh, right? From fresh ears. I'm excited yeah. to hear what God has done and what you want to tell us today about that word new in your life. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for having me. Laura, you have been such a blessing um, to be, uh, speaking of new, a new friend in my mm. life down here mm, um, in, in Tennessee. So, and I'll <laughs> tell you why I'm kind of new in Tennessee here in a minute, but um, I'll backtrack just a little bit and tell you a little bit about myself. So I was born in Kentucky, born and raised. Um, I was the middle child and uh, of a, I have an older sister and a younger brother. And I'm very thankful because my mom raised me in church. Um, she gave her life to the Lord kind of right after she got married to my dad. Um, so, and she just was 100% sold out to Jesus. And I'm so thankful for her. Um, so she had our, us in church every single time the doors were open. And so my love of Jesus started at a very young age. Um, I gave my life to Christ when I was um I think nine. I remember sitting in the kitchen floor with my mom and she read a little Bible tract with me because I wanted to uh, know Jesus. Actually, the funny story is I would always want to take communion. I knew I couldn't take communion until I had asked Jesus in my heart. <laughs> we, went, <laughs> we went to a Southern Baptist church. And so at that time, I knew that I wanted and I remember they were having communion one Sunday and I knew I couldn't take it yet. Um, And I knew that if you weren't a Christian, that you weren't going to go to heaven. I knew that much. Okay. (laughs) So I, I wanted to go to heaven. And so when I asked 
Jesus into my heart, that's really all I knew is I knew mm. that he was the way, the truth and the life and no one could come to the father, but through him. Mm. And I wanted to be in heaven. And so I accepted Jesus. Then I didn't understand fully what the Lord part meant, the Lordship, accepting him as Je- as savior and Lord. I knew he saved me in that kitchen floor when I prayed with my mom. Mm. And then it's been a process as I've grown older is making him Lord of my life. And so Amen. Um, growing up in a Christian home, I'm very thankful. Um, I went to, you know, went through high school, did all the things, just had the normal childhood, um, normal growing up. I met my husband right out of college and we've been married 25 years. We have um, five children which is crazy. Yes. yes. <laughs> that right Amazing. there will take, yeah, that'll take your breath away. Um, and to add on top of that, I have four, four of those are boys. So yeah. that's the extra. All right. Let's just drop the mic right there. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I think I've reached some type of sainthood just with that right there. <laughs> so, uh, but the Lord has, let, let me tell you, the Lord has blessed me with four amazing sons, like absolutely amazing sons. And I, of course, wanted that little girl each time I found out I was Mm. pregnant with a little boy. The man, I was talking to my son, Jonathan, last night, and I said, man, God knew what he was doing Mm. because you all were born for such a time as Mm. this. And I feel like the Lord has just given me these arrows. (laughs) Is it in your quiver? You know, for such a time as this. And I didn't know when they were little, what God was going to raise them up, but he is raising up warriors. And I'm so thankful for those four amazing boys. And then, but the Lord did a work, a new work in in our lives about eight years ago and brought, no, six years ago, she was eight and brought our daughter, Sania Louise Mm -hmm. uh, into our lives. And so the Lord called us to adopt Sania. She was an eight-year-old orphan in Latvia and uh, we, it was, that's a whole nother story of craziness, mm. how God divinely um, brought Sania over to our family. Uh, but anyway, so we've been raising all these kiddos. And about two years ago, the Lord called us down to Nashville. My son, oldest son, Jonathan, is a singer, um, songwriter, and he moved to Nashville when he was 18. And so he has been doing really well in the music industry and, um, performing a lot. And so we were just finding ourselves coming down to Tennessee all the time, yeah. <laughs> stay, staying in hotels, spending tons of money and loving, yeah. falling in love with the area. And yeah. we were like, you know what? It just makes more sense as a family if we're all down here together, helping wow. support Jonathan in the music industry. And at that time, speaking of new, we felt God kind of calling us, myself, my husband, all of our children kind of into a new season in our life. So mm. uh, we, we took a leap of faith and moved down here. Um, and uh, it was shortly before COVID. So that was interesting, but <laughs> yes. wow, what a, a similarity yeah. to you, Laura. I know, yeah, I, yes. know. Yes. I know, I know. Yeah, it is. Boys. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. But it's so cool because God, you know, Laura was weaving our stories, you and our friend, our friendship together. God was already weaving that when I was still yes. living in Kentucky, you know, that's what's yes. so wonderful. Yes. And, um, I did miss out one big component in 2009. I started a blog. Yeah. <laughs> that is a big one. <laughs> that's going to have a big, big to do with what we're doing. But right. I, um, I have a teaching degree and I taught for elementary school before my boys were born. Um, but in 2009, God did a new thing and I started a blog 
called beneathmyheart.net. And it was just a place for me to have community and to share what I was doing in my home. And then it grew into a full-time career and it's what I do for a living now. So that has to play into what um, we'll be talking about in a little bit with what's going on new in my life. Tracy, I hear you. I know your story, but I hear you say it again. And I just want to jump up and down, right? I just love, love what God has done in your family. I hear you talk about your boys. I hear you talk about your boys here in Nashville when we're together at Bible study. And and the way God is shaping your family is just mm-hmm. so such a, a powerful, powerful thing. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for that. And then, like Deb just said, it blows my mind that God cares enough about us to already be orchestrating other people going through similar things to come to the very same place yes. to be in community together. I think that that is a side note, but God is constantly, constantly moving on our yes. behalf and Absolutely. bringing so much new into places that can be a little bit lonely. So I am, yes. I'm truly grateful for this. I'm so excited for you to share your story. Um, I hear, I hear all of this new that you're sharing, and I'm, I'm hearing all of the amazing things that God is, is doing uh, in relationships and in your story externally, right? Like you're writing a right. blog, you're doing your blog, and your family is growing, and your son's uh, music career is taken off, and all this good stuff is happening. So we know that whenever God is moving on the outside, right? Mm-hmm. There's always more to the story, and so we know mm-hmm. that what was happening on the outside of you was was God was working on the inside, right? Yes. As yes. much or more. And so yes. I'd love to hear, you know, what was going on while all this is happening that we can see, what was going on inside of your heart mm-hmm. um, in your relationship with God? And how was he mm-hmm. transitioning you to make you new? Yes. Um, so that's the part that makes me get, you know, sentimental, emotional kind of thing, because uh, Jesus just has a super tender spot in my heart right now. I have Mm. fallen in love with him in the past two years more than I have my lifetime. And I have, um, like I said, I gave my heart to Jesus and Jesus has been real in my life, my whole life. Like I know, I know him. I've been in church my whole life. I've done all the things that a Christian should do. And I've prayed, I've read my, read my Bible. And I think I would like to think that I'm a lot like many people that are probably listening to us today that I have done the things that I know I'm supposed to do to be a Christian and God has been there and he has blessed me and he has been faithful and he has been good. But I think that many of us, a lot of times we get in what I call kind of cruise mode mm-hmm. where we just, we're, we're cruising along. We do the things we know we're supposed to do. Um, and like I said, God is there and he's faithful and, and all of that. So it's not like um, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. I, it's not like I left God, but I just was in cruise mode for a long time. Um, I would like to say that God was a part of my life, but I don't know if he was the number one priority in my life. Mm-hmm. And there's a big, big difference. difference. <laughs> yep. There's a big difference in that, that he seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things that it will be added to you. Seek ye first. The first yes. thing in my head from sunup to sundown should be Jesus. He should Amen. always, always be on my mind, always be on my, my tongue, you know, that thought process. And so the new thing that God did in me started with 
COVID in 2020. And so I don't think I'm alone in that as well. A lot of people are probably listening. When um, things started to get shaken up in the world, like everything that was consistent and dependable and steady in our lives that we just take for granted, when all that got... Um, is it shake or shook it? Shook, shaken or shook? Shaken. Shaken sounds shaken. good to me. <laughs> the, the Kentucky girl in me wants to yeah. say shook. Uh, when everything like got, yeah. When everything got shaken, it was like, wow, you know, what, what am I standing on? You mm-hmm. know? And I started seeing that around everyone else as well. When things started getting shaken <laughs> in their yeah. lives, yeah. they, um, I saw a lot of people searching yeah. Um, and including myself. And I started to, I had spoke with Laura when we had lunch, I started to see the world in new eyes. Um, and I started to realize uh, very much that, like Laura said about spiritual warfare, um, I started to see what Satan was doing in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though God was there, Satan became more evident to me. And I grew up Southern Baptist, so spiritual warfare, truthfully, was not something we were taught mm-hmm. a lot. And it's something that I am extremely learning a lot about, extremely interested in, and still learning. I am not an expert in it at all. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. But that new eyes were like, oh, my gosh, like, I really see what Satan is doing to us and the way that he is trying to tear down walls and lives and people and all of these kind of things. And I felt like maybe I wasn't equipped for the battle. <laughs> I don't mm, know if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, yep, yep. It, it, it goes deeper. It's we, I think as Christians, or at least I was thinking that I could just say my prayer in the morning, maybe read my devotional and I was good for the battle. And that's not true. Yep, That's right. That's, that's a lie from the enemy. That That's if right. we are going to fight this battle against him, we've got to put on the full armor of Amen. Christ. Amen. And so there was this newness of me of like seeing that and realizing how Satan was at work. And that I guess I just started seeing all the kind of collateral damage um, all through 2020, you know, the division that occurred, and this was not just the United States, this is worldwide, right? Yep. The division that occurred, the the brokenness, um, the loss, all of this stuff, I think it just really woke up a lot of people and it woke up myself of saying, oh my gosh, you know, wow, <laughs> yes. what, what am I, where's my firm foundation? What am I standing on? And, um, I just started to kind of approach things differently that way and really just started seeking out God in a, in a new way. And he has been, he's just revealed himself in a new, (laughs) in Mm -hmm. a new way to me as well. And it's given me this deeper passion. Um, like I said, my, it's like, I've had new eyes and a new perspective, an eternal perspective. It's like these glasses that I've put on of like, wait a minute. You know, we need to be having an internal perspective when we go throughout our day that when we are going through life and everything that we do, there there are people that are lost and eternities at stake, you know. Yep. So there's been an urgency on put on my heart that people need the Lord and they need all the things that he has to offer, the peace, the hope um, and, and then eternal life. So that's kind of been where my new perspective has been in all my life, in 
every area of my life. Amen. I think it's yeah. interesting just to point out that when God allows the shakeup to take place, yes. you know, he's not the originator of the, the shake, mm-hmm. the evil, right? Mm-hmm. But when he allows mm-hmm. those things to happen and we are challenged in that moment, it raises more doubt and questions within our own, within ourselves mm-hmm. about him, about our relationship with him. He is still sovereign and he is using that shake up to cause us to look towards him uh, in a new way. And we think about each of Absolutely. us, the upside down times that we've lived in, whatever time in our lives that's been upside down, that is the place where we, if we're seeking him, he reveals his heart in a fresh way. And it's, mm-hmm. it's we have to get shaken up out of our comfort zone in yes. order for us to really care more about what he's seeing. But when he does that in you, right? When he did that in you, Tracy, in 2020, it compels you to then outwardly live differently, you know, mm-hmm. maybe to stretch and get out of your comfort zone. So mm-hmm. in that season where God was pulling the veil off your eyes spiritually, like what is really going on behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. What you can't just keep that inside. So mm-hmm. what started to change on the outside of you to be more consistent with what you were seeing from a spiritual standpoint, what he was seeing? Yes, absolutely. So that, that, passion that going on in my heart, that, that new work he was doing in my heart, it made me fall in love with him even more. And then it's like, it gave me that new renewed passion to share that good news and that joy and that peace and everything that I found and everything going on in the world. It's like, I just think I say all the time, I don't know how people get through it without Jesus. Mm. Like, because he, he makes everything make sense. He, he, he puts it all together. He yes. makes it all make sense. And it, so no matter what we face, no matter what we're going through, we can walk in peace and we can walk in assurance. We can walk in joy and hope because we know Jesus, you know? And so that stirring was going on in my own life. And I have this blog beneath my heart and I've had it for like I said, since 2009, it's grown into a full-time business. Um, I mostly share home decor, DIY projects. Um, it's called Beneath My Heart because when I started it, um, it, back then in 2009, people just did blogs for like community sake, like just to get on there and share ideas and stuff. And so I always thought about the scripture where Mary had seen Jesus in the temple and it says in there that she pondered these things in her heart. And I always thought, what was she thinking, Mm. you know, when she was pondering that in her heart, like, oh my goodness, look at my son, you know, kind of thing. Mm. And so I was like, I want to share the things that I ponder beneath my heart, my Mm. faith, my family, my home. Um, But as my blog grew from 2009 till now, it uh, was a natural way of just showing what my husband and I have always done on our house. We're very thrifty. We're very... um, we try to save money by doing things ourselves. So it's a DIY home improvement blog. And my husband's super handy. We share all the things that we do around our house and we teach other people how to do it. And so that's been the main focus of my blog. And, um, but I think the new work, so God has given me this, this platform, um, you know, on my blog, on Instagram, on Pinterest, on Facebook, there's thousands of followers that follow me and, so he's giving me this platform and I just felt this stronger conviction of like, Lord, 
you've given me this platform for such a time as this. And that's what we've been studying with Laura yes. and Esther. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I don't, because I know that eternity is at stake, my heart, whenever, as I was growing in this new relationship with the Lord and this new deepness in knowing him, I kept thinking, I don't want to stand before the Lord one day and him say, Tracy, mm. <laughs> you had all these eyes watching you. You had all these ears listening to you and you, you said nothing. Why, mm, why, right. you know, and it, and it wasn't that I wasn't saying people who have followed me all these years, they know my faith. They know Jesus is a priority in my life. They know that, but there was an urgency that began on my heart of like, wow, I have been given this and I don't want to stand before the Lord and him say, man, you know, Tracy on this day, this person was listening and you could have said this, mm, you know, mm. and not that God is like looking down on me. You know what I'm saying? He loves me, but he, he has given us whether you, whatever your workplace is, whether you work at the church or whether you work down at McDonald's, whether you, wherever, what your family Every bit of our lives, God has given us a platform of some sort, um, and we're to to use that to share God's word. And so, I just felt this kind of urgency. And then I, I was doing my quiet time, and there was a specific study that I was going through. And the the question one day, I felt this tugging for God to like. He was like, "You need to be a little more bold, Tracy. This is this is the time. You know, like it's it's urgent." with the, the world needs the Lord. Right. And so I just felt that tugging for weeks and weeks on my heart. Didn't know really what that looked like. And then I was doing a Bible study one day and the question after, um, I was reading everything, it said, what is your sphere of influence? And I laughed because I'm like, Oh gosh, Lord, I hear you yeah. because <laughs> we've gone from being called bloggers now we're called influencers. Mm. We're called influencers. I don't yeah. really care, care for that name, but we can influence people to buy what we like, to yep. watch what we like, to wear what we like. You know, yep. that's what influencers yep. do. Like I said, I'm not crazy about the term, but when that question said, what's your sphere of influence that you could share the gospel? I'm like, oh, wow, Lord, I'm an influencer. Yeah. You have given me this huge sphere of influence. And I just felt like he was calling me to be more bold. And so I uh, stepped out in faith and started Hope Beneath My Heart, which is another Instagram account. And that is specifically where I can share my faith a little more boldly and that I can um, do lives and, you know, connect with people there. Um, the cool thing is whenever I do post over there, I can always share it on my regular account beneath my heart and lead people that direction. Um, but it really came down to one day just just going, I'm going to do it. Like I yeah. just went, a, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, Lord, now you're being so obvious yeah, exactly. that, that I'm supposed to start this, that if I don't, now I'm in disobedience and I yes. don't want to be in disobedience. So yes. I'm going to start this, even though I don't know what you're going to do with it. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. I know that you're calling me to do this right yes. now to start hope beneath my heart. You may call me to do something totally different later, but this is the new thing you're calling me to right now. And then I'm just going to put my foot out there. I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to see what you're going to do. That's right. And that's kind of where I am right now. I'm kind of, I'm so glad I did it. And I'm so excited about what God may continue to do 
but I'm also expecting him to continue to do new things through that. Yes. <laughs> right? It doesn't yes. end with just that first step. He's going to continue to do the new, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that, Tracy. I love it. And I remember the day that you you went out there and you just did it. I remember when you put Hope Beneath My Heart up there. I couldn't wait to follow it when I saw you post yeah. on Beneath My Heart that you were rolling into that. And I do think um, it's just a, a pretty amazing thing when we can just say, I think part of it is your relationship with Jesus, right? The more we know him, the more we yes. love him, the more our faith and our trust deepen and develop in him, the more we're like, okay, God, like if you're telling me to do it, I am scared to death. I don't know what's going to happen with this. And we do. We just put our foot in the water, right? And, and God is yes. going to be the one who parts the sea however he wants to part the sea. Yes. And um, I love, I think on the other side of, of putting the foot in the water, we kind of go, oh my goodness, Lord. Okay, look what you've done. But I think it's also really important what you just said is, when we put our foot in the water, uh, we don't we don't tell them how we want it done, right? And mm -hmm, you said, mm -hmm. however long it's supposed to be out there, however many followers, right? Hands off. It's all you, yes. God. What you're called to do is just act in obedience. And that is one thing that I am learning in my life. I know you are too, is like immediate obedience. God yes. says, do it, right? We do it. And we trust him with it fully because we don't want to be on the other side, right? We want to be women right. who full heart, wholeheartedly pursue him and follow him along the way. Um, you know, Laura, I think uh, sometimes God is, call well, not sometimes, God is calling us into places where we don't have all the experience in the world, you know, because then if we did, mm -hmm. we would start put patting ourselves on the shoulder saying look what we've yes. done yeah, yeah, yeah for the three of us if you had tried to describe 10 years ago something about an instagram or something that was live on the computer we wouldn't even know what you're talking about mm -hmm. we're that we're that age of women right who this is very new this is we're not 20 year olds who just know how to do this we had to learn it and when he calls us to something he's not asking us to start it off perfectly Yes. Now it's okay to put your foot in the water and sometimes you're going to be embarrassed, you know, by the way you mm -hmm. handle something, but he, he, he loves to just say, we're going to walk through this together and we can laugh for those early attempts at things with technology that mm -hmm. did not go well. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's part of the beauty of making you real, you know, yes. to your followers. So that yeah. whatever he's calling you to, if he's calling you to it, he'll motivate you, he'll empower you, but he's not saying, okay, don't mess up when you do this. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like Laura said, it was that act of obedience. And I think when I was talking about up until 2020, when I was kind of in cruise control with my relationship with the Lord, I would read scripture and I would say, oh, that's such a good scripture. And yes. that makes me, you know, I would be like, that makes me think of so-and-so. She really needs to obey this. You know, like yes. I, I was reading the scripture as if I already know and do all these things and and thinking of how other people might need these scriptures. And, but now it's like, I want to grow deeper in my relationship with the Lord. And that obedience is key. We can read it, but if we're not obedient to do what it says, mm -hmm. we've missed out on the relationship. And so when I knew God was calling me to start hope beneath my heart, I said, Lord, you're, you may be doing this only for me. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even know if you're doing it for anybody else, mm. but here's what I do know that if I don't, I, I'm hearing you call me to do it. And if I don't, I'm in disobedience and I want the fruits of obedience. Amen. Right. If right. it's only in my life that you're going right. to say, 
God may have been just going, I'm testing you to see if you're going to trust me, Tracy, just be obedient. And I was like, if he doesn't do anything else in anybody else's life, he has definitely done it in mine. And then God in his goodness, God in his goodness is blessing others through hope beneath my heart, you know, like in that act of obedience, but obedience is so key that if we don't read God's word and let us trans, let it transform us. If we're not obedient, then we are, we are missing out on just that full relationship with, with Jesus, truthfully. Amen. Amen. I think the passion, even hearing you talk here today, Tracy, like the passion that God has given you, like your passion to obey him, it just Mm -hmm. comes out so beautifully through, uh, through your Instagram uh, pages and stories that I follow, because it's, it's so interesting when you see somebody excited about obeying Jesus you know, the world thinks I have to obey in order to mm-hmm. be, and not in order to be a Christian. We know that it's not based on the works that we do, but like yes. part of being a Christian is we yes. have to obey. And it's yes. more like I hear in your voice today and just from knowing you as a friend and Deb too, like we we get to obey. We get, we get to love Jesus. We get to follow what he says. Mm. We get to get fired up about the fact that we mm-hmm. want to walk like him and not like the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where this all comes back into your perspective on spiritual warfare. Yes. Right? When your yes. eyes are open to brand new to the gospel, all of a sudden it is that living, active, uh, you know, powerful sword yes. that is piercing yes. your heart. Yes, and uh, and you just see things differently. So I'm just yeah. I'm excited, man. I I love I love that God brought you into a community, we, us into community together. And and you just your passion for the gospel uh, encourages me, and I know it encourages so many mm-hmm. others. So yeah, I'm grateful. For and that. I think with that new perspective of the Bible, Laura, I think too that newness that God has given me is an is that. I think Satan has done a really, really good job of dumbing down the scripture, dumbing down the message, dummy in the world. What I'm saying is like, we've, we've taken the parts of the Bible we like, or that fit our life. We don't want to touch the hard parts that might convict us or challenge us. And so many times we look at the Bible and we're like, oh, well, I think what God meant by that metaphorically. And I just what has made me so excited is Jesus is who he says he is. And the Bible is the living, true word of God. It is powerful. It is literal. It's like what yeah. he says, what he did, it happened. That's right. It's like, you know, so many stories. I think Satan has deceived us to think that we're reading some like fairy tales or like mm. it's just these good like childhood stories of Jonah and the well and, you know, Noah and the ark. Like we've turned them into these like children's books and they're not. It is yep. the it is the testament from Genesis to to revelations of God's love for us and Amen. his him wanting us to have salvation like from beginning to end it is perfect and there's so many things in the old testament that's connected to the new testament i just have this new love affair with jesus but i have a new love affair with his word yes. and i'm so thankful he didn't leave us unarmed yes. i mean the the scripture is so so powerful but we it is he is who he says he is and the bible is true and we can stand on it and we can claim it and we have victory in it and it's like i want to just sometimes like shake people and just go come on like this is <laughs> where true joy is and true yes. peace is like i just i want people to fall in love with the bible again 
and fall in love with Jesus. You know, I think back to our childlike faith when we were kids and it was so simple. It mm-hmm. was just Jesus is who he says it is. Jesus loves me. This I know Amen. or the Bible tells me so. And I just want us all to get back to that childlike faith and walk in that um, obedience to it, you know, and um, because I just think Satan in the spiritual warfare, he has done just a really excellent job of pulling us away from scripture, pulling us away from prayer, pulling us right away from our time with the Lord. And um, and we need that more than ever now is That's we right. need God. We need prayer. We need the word. That's right. You know, as I'm listening to you, Tracy, and of course we're recording this on Zoom, so I'm watching you. Yeah. I'm thinking, <laughs> what a 180 from two years ago from somebody who was just content mm-hmm. and almost maybe blase mm-hmm. about the growth piece. And mm-hmm. it really speaks to the truth that when God allows trials to come into your mm-hmm. life, it's it mm-hmm. why is there great joy? Because God mm-hmm. saw this Tracy. Mm-hmm. This Tracy, who would come out of the other side of the shaking with yes. passion and enthusiasm and an urgency. It's almost like mm-hmm. you needed to be shaken for the veil to be swept away for yep. you to see the urgency that he sees with yes. a greater eternal perspective. And when you step into that place and then he calls you into something new, uh, you have the courage and the motivation to step. And this, the, what you just shared, I think really captures, like, if you had to like bottle that into one, what, like holding on to your listeners cheeks and saying, like, pay attention to me. I want you to hear what I'm saying. I think you just did a phenomenal job um, wrapping up your heart, but I mm-hmm. love listening to your, your voice because Thank that you. is not the voice of a woman who is just comfortable. (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. You're in an uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. changing, growing, transformative season. And that is the place where the Holy Spirit's going to move in a powerful way. What can you tell us about? um, Our listeners are probably going, I need to hear more about where to (laughs) learn, learn more about what she's, what Tracy's sharing. Can you tell us where are the best places to find you? I am. It's super easy. I'm beneath my heart everywhere. So I started <laughs> early on. So I was able to get all the name, uh, you know, names on all the platforms. So I'm beneath my heart.net's my blog, but I'm beneath my heart on Instagram, beneath my heart on Pinterest, beneath my heart on Facebook, all those places. <laughs> and then hope beneath my heart on Instagram is the one where I share um, specifically just faith and, and sharing hope with people. Because I, I think people are going to want more than one Beyond the Building um, podcast <laughs> of you and the message, I would love it. The message that I would you have. It. We just want to thank you for being here today. I just thank you for I, having me. I, my uh, legs are like jumping with excitement. Like, you know, when you just kind of get <laughs> amped up listening to someone's enthusiasm and that's what I'm feeling. Uh, and I'm so grateful to finally have thank gotten you. to meet you. And I can see why you and Laura I can just picture how loud your voices get over a cup of coffee. <laughs> We're pretty loud. We're pretty loud. Talking about the word. Uh, but Laura, do you have anything else to add as we wrap up this episode of Beyond the Building? No, the only thing is I just I just love the way God connects people. I'm so grateful. And just really, uh, Tracy, I think I, just talking to you, I think probably a final thing just to say is that for all of those that we come in contact with, right, we don't want to ever be afraid of the new that God has for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. We want to just, we want to take the step, 
jump in and let God do what he does and mm-hmm. see the amazing. So yeah, and he's already there. That's, the that's cool right. Thing. He's already there. That's right. That's right. It's not new to him. It's not new to him. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. I love we can it. Just confidently walk in there and he's waiting for us. I love it. He is so good. Well, thanks yep. for being with us. We're just excited. Um, we really are excited. Thanks so much. And for all of you who, um, you know, I know this has blessed so many. Share the episode. Let folks know what God's doing. And uh, we're just grateful for you. Thanks for spending this time with us. Uh, we'll see you in February, which is right around the corner, like next week. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. So God bless you. Have a great day from all of us here, uh, Tracy Depp and myself. Thanks for being a part. Take care. Take care, everybody. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.